Hey everybody, welcome back to another version of Flock and Gather. It's Alan Sher, your host. I run the Spa Industry Association. You know that we put on this podcast because we love to share interesting information, not only about the industry, but when we find interesting people and interesting topics that for our 103,000 members and all our listeners, we always say will change their lives. And today I've got my friend Maddie Dykewald with us. She is the co-founder at AgeWave. I met Maddie uh, many years ago at a Greenspot Network conference. Her husband, uh, Ken Spoke, and I've been enthused with AgeWave ever since, and you're going to be after you listen to her speak as well. Good morning, Maddie. How are you? I'm great. It's great to see you, Alan, and hear your voice. Yeah, you as well. Listen, I, I always say this world is so damn busy today. It's like impossible to keep up with all the people that you want to keep up with, let alone everybody else that we talk to. And, you know, being in the spa uh, channel, I spend most of my day uh, speaking with spa directors and salon and wellness centers and on and on, but I get to do it across the globe, which is the best part. So that we're going from Phoenix to San Francisco is even better for me. It's a lot closer to home. Yeah, you know? less time zone change. <laughs> less time zone change, even though I still mess that up since Arizona oh, no doesn't, <laughs> doesn't change the time zone. But um, I want to there's so many things I want to talk to you about, but I would love for you to take a couple minutes, talk about how you and Ken started AgeWave. What does the company do? Give our listeners uh, a piece of your mind about AgeWave because you guys are okay. so interesting to me. Great. Well, uh, way back when, um, 1986, so it's a long time ago, Ken and I sat down at our kitchen table and literally we founded AgeWave. Uh, what we were interested in then, and we were in our 30s at the time, was this whole idea that we saw some changes in demography. So like to simplify that, we saw the growth in the population that usually is with young people uh, wasn't happening because birth rates were going down. And instead, there was huge growth taking place in the 50 plus population. Now, at the same time, what was so interesting was that companies and organizations, associations, they were very focused on youth, on young people, but the growth and the opportunity was with older people, but they thought 50 was over the hill. 60 was, oh my God, you're close to dead. And 70, it's amazing you're still alive. So what we set out to do was to change the way people thought about, and mostly corporate America. We've worked with a good part of the top Fortune 50 companies. And uh, we started by just getting out there and saying the aging are coming and they're different than you think. Uh, so we wanted to change that. We've moved on since then and we do a lot of thought leadership uh, research on behalf of our clients and on behalf of ourselves. And we do consulting. So we're, you know, in all humility, we're recognized as being the world's leader in understanding aging, longevity, retirement, and what it means in this changing environment. And by the way, along the way, I went from being in my 30s to being in my 70s. So I went from being, oh, isn't this interesting studying this 
shift, this trend uh, to, oh my God, I'm part of the change. <laughs> um, Maddie, I've got, let me bring our listeners up to speed, but what's the best website for them to go find out about what you guys are doing? Uh, pretty easy. It's agewave.com. So it's age like getting older, wave like a wave in the ocean. People always get it messed up. Uh, they think, I mean, well, whatever. It's all one word. <laughs> okay. www.agewave.com. So please go see uh, what they're doing because it's pretty incredible stuff. And if I was still running a, a spa salon skincare facility today, I would tell people you need to understand what the future, what the age wave is is bringing. So yeah. please uh, connect. So a couple quick questions for you. Um, I've always read too when you said uh, the that people these companies are interested in young people because they always say the demographic for where the money is it's the twenty five to thirty something or whatever it is, but. Our, isn't our group, the 50 to 80 people, are, we're supposed to be the ones with money in the world, are we not? Yeah, we are. <laughs> Let's be clear about this. I mean, not only is are there more people in the 50 plus, that's where the growth is taking place. That's also where all the that worth is, frankly. I mean, that's where the money is. And what's interesting about that population or this population, because you and I are part of it, is that we're way, way different than the stereotypes that have been out there. We're more active, more energetic. We like to do things. Most of us are planning on not retiring, but working, or if we retire at all, working in our retirement years. I mean, we frankly, we're going to live a long time and we know that we need to stay active we need to eat healthy we need to do the things necessary to live longer better can you tell and me by the way uh, let me just add one little yeah. footnote to that and that is that women live about six years longer than men and which is an interesting dynamic all by itself has that number changed in the last 20 30 years since you started yeah, it actually has. It's changed a couple of times. Uh, one way it's changed is that it used to be a bigger divide between how long women lived and how long men lived. And uh, scientists, they don't know for sure why, but, you know, women smoking in the 1940s and 50s right. could have had something to do with it. But in recent years, it's gone the other way. It used to be there was a five-year difference between how long women live and how long men live but now it's six years and but what's also interesting is yes women live longer but they spend the last on average 14 years of their lives in cascading bad health and mm. that's not a recipe for success by the way that's not men are doing better than women when it comes to what I call health span and what people are beginning to refer to as health span. Okay, um, I don't like to hear that, but we're gonna come back to it. But for listeners, I wanna tell you, uh, Maddie is a prolific writer. She has many books to her credit. We're gonna talk about her new book in just a minute, but Maddie, let me bring our listeners up to speed because I've got a couple things and then we I wanna talk about your book, okay? Sure. Um, sure. When we talk about longevity, right? You mentioned being active and energetic and eating healthy. 
why do those things not sink in with a lot of the population? Like I look at people who are our age and we're in the same group and I go, holy crap, what happened to them? Well, how is the message not getting across that you've got to speak, you've got to, you've got to be up, you got to eat, right? What's the problem? Oh, yeah, I wish it were simple. First, let me put this into a context. Uh, recent science, there was a study that was recently done by uh, Calico, Google's Calico, which is a, a longevity research lab on the very cutting edge of what's going on in terms of longevity. And they have come out to say that uh, while it used to be that we thought that genetics was our fate, like whatever, oh, well, you can't do anything about it. These are your genes uh, in terms of your health and well-being. That's not the case anymore. We have come to realize that 90, 90 and 90, 90% of our health and our well-being is within our control. So let that sink in for a minute because that's a really important point. Now, in a study that AgeWave has done with Edward Jones, uh, we found out that, yeah, you're right, people kind of know some of the right things to do. They may not know the details, but they know the ideas. Uh, but there's what we have identified as an intention action gap. People know, but they don't intend to do anything about it. And uh, in the book that I just wrote, I I really felt like I needed to get to the bottom of this. And I don't know that I did, but I did talk to a lot of experts about how do you get people, how do you nudge people forward into uh, taking action? And there are some techniques that can be done, but it's all about changing your habit patterns. And that requires a lot of intention. Before uh, you and I started recording, we talked about uh, purpose and our dogs and how our dogs help give us a purpose. And you said um, that they help you live uh, well and live longer. So even if you don't have a dog, that's a pretty good purpose, right? To think about living well, to live longer. Absolutely. I mean, it, again, from a study that we did at AgeWave with Edward Jones. So it's a rather recent study that we did. We asked retirees, like, what gives you purpose? And their number one thing that gave them purpose was having a pet. And you can see how that would give you a sense of purpose, gives you a reason to get out of bed in the morning, gets you moving, uh, gets you thinking about their health and well-being. So then you might think about your own. Uh, so there's a lot of different ways that, and, and love. I mean, we know, again, recent, the most recent science has been talking not just about what you eat and what you do to exercise, although those things are very important. There's like a whole holistic recipe of what you need to put in your life to live better, longer. And one of those things is social connections. And social connections includes dogs. I mean, I spend a lot of time talking to my dog. <laughs> <laughs> and she all? always agrees with me. <laughs> Do you know, um, there's the show on uh, Blue Zones on Netflix or somewhere, and I've, yeah, I've watched it. But Kathy and I talk about this a lot because we're not far from Sedona, and I love Sedona. It's our, like, staycation is to, to go up there. But 
we think our world in our house in North Phoenix is a blue zone. You know, we, we love our dog. We love our pool. I love the sound of the owls out back. I'm, I'm happy. I want to remind people you don't need to go somewhere and do something to be happy in your life. It's a very important mental state to, to what you said about living longer and and living well, live yeah, in your you own blue zone. 100% right. Yeah, you don't, I mean, you don't have to go anywhere. You could just stay in your backyard, frankly. And, you know, it's not about where you are. It's about what you're doing. And and a lot of it has to do with your attitude and your expectations. I mean, some of the work of Becca Levy shows us from Yale, um, shows us that having a positive attitude about your own aging can add up to seven years to your lifespan. Now let that sink in. Wow. I know this is really cliche, but I'm going to say it anyways. <laughs> it takes way too many muscles to frown than to smile, right? It's the I same, didn't know that. <laughs> it's the same thing about mentally being happy versus, you know, when you're angry and sad and mad at the world, it just sucks the energy out of you. But you know, when you're happy and you feel good about life, I don't know, everything seems a little bit easier. So if you make the leap of faith with me and I'm a firm believer in it, you gotta let the universe help you. And the way that you Absolutely. get the universe to help you is act happy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And by the way, that's another thing that we learned in our studies that there's yeah. uh, some of the work that was done at Stanford from uh, Laura Carson's and tells us that there's this u-curve of happiness and that people are the happiest 50 plus really so go huh. figure well i never when people say god i wish i was young again i only go i always say i only would want to be young if i knew what i know now but yes. that's it doesn't work that way so you don't get to be young again Hey, my producer who is a millennial was reminding me in my ear when we talked about uh, being 50 plus and being happy and, and loving life. You know, young people, they go to spas. I mean, we're in the spa business. They go to salon, they get their nails done, they get Botox right or wrong. It doesn't matter if you love injectables, go do it. But I think that the younger generations understand some of the things they may have gotten from us, which is life is better when you're happy. So you have to work towards happy, not towards woe is me and the world's against me and I don't like this and I, I don't like that. I'm all in favor of the younger generation doing better than we did. Absolutely. My dad, may he rest in peace, always said, Alan, I hope you do five times as well as I did. And he did pretty damn well. So um, wow. I like that we talk about the next generation doing as well. So I want to talk about your book. I, you've written a bunch of books. People can find them on agewave.com. But you just recently wrote Ageless Aging, A Woman's Guide to Increasing Health Span, Brain Span, and Lifespan. I love all of those, by the way. And I'm glad you said men are living longer. <laughs> now, or the gap is shorter. Yeah, the that's, that's like lifespan, health span. Men have a longer health span than women do, even when you correct for women's increased longevity. Will you talk about your book, Ageless Aging? I love the name of it. Go ahead. Okay. Well, first of all, it's not coming out till May. Okay. Um, and it's coming out during National Women's Health Week, which I'm super excited about. I'm right around Mother's Day. So I think that all of that is great. Uh, 
Okay, well, let me just tell you a little bit about what made me want to write this book. Uh, some of it I've already talked about a little bit, but let me just to refresh your memories. Women, in fact, do live longer than men and uh, about six years longer. And yet, we're not doing so well when it comes to health span. Uh, many women spend the last years of their lives with aches and pains and dealing with chronic diseases like heart disease and arthritis. And, you know, it just, that's not fun. And as I've seen myself move into my 70s, I've become more aware of, hey, I don't want to live that way. And so I want to find out what the secrets are to not living that way. And not only that, but I know that there are hundreds of millions of women globally who are in their 40s, their 50s, their 60s and beyond, who are beginning to ask themselves, how am I gonna deal with that next half of life? I could be living all the way to 100 and how am I gonna make that work? So I'm lucky that through the work I've done at AgeWave, both the research we've done firsthand and the network of top experts that I've had the opportunity to interact with that are in medicine and in academics and science, um, I, I asked them, so tell me, what are your secrets? What is the inside information that you would share with the women you love as to how to live better, longer. And frankly, they told me they were very willing to tell me. And so what I began to realize was that, yes, diet, really important, exercise, really, really important. But there are other things that are equally important. Um, sleep, uh, for women, hormones is like a huge, huge deal. Uh, how to deal with the medical system and healthcare, um, social connections, purpose, and even finances. And what's so interesting to me, Alan, is all of these things work together. They all interact with each other and they're interconnected. So just as an example, you're saying, oh, what does finance have to do with your health and well-being? Well, if you don't have your financial house in order, it's going to create a lot of stress and anxiety. And that's going to take years off your life. On top of which, you may not be able to afford to get the kind of health and health care that you really need. So that's just one example. So I created this holistic recipe. And I reached out to all the top experts to get their take on it. So I wanted to clear up the confusion. <laughs> I wanted to give a clear path to women. And what I did is I also included some action items, you know, some tips, some hacks, uh, some techniques that they could act on right away, no matter where they were in the spectrum of health. Maybe some people haven't done anything and they need to get started. I gave tips for that. Some people like myself, for instance, we're like way, you know, we've been interested in this for a long time. So if you're already at the cutting edge, I gave some tips and techniques for that. And also, you know, if you're just gonna do one thing, I gave tips on that as well. So I, I tried to cover all all women because I, I really wanna ask women, to pave the way, to show men and the world, like how do we do this longevity game better? And I think we can, and I think we will. 
do you know, um, I'm with more with the cliches, when mom is happy, everybody in the house is happy. So we should <laughs> want our women happy, whether they're 20 or 90. It doesn't matter, right? It's good for, it's good for family. It's good for economy. It's, it's good for the earth. It's good for everything when, uh, when uh, the women in our world are happy. I have a couple quick questions for you and some comments. Sure. Uh, what about pickleball with people? Love it. Think it's great. It it's not only active; it's fun. Uh, great for social connections. Uh, I love it. I think it's a great thing. Um, they're building a new park. We have in our uh, community we live in there. You've turned the tennis court into a pickleball court. But across the street, the city of Phoenix is going to build one. They're going to put like twenty pickleball ball courts in there. So uh, lots of pickleball coming up. Um, you talked about sleep. You know, a lot of buzzwords in our industry in the last year were uh, sleep, uh, sexual wellness, and something else with an S, and I'm not remembering now. But man, if you don't sleep well, everything, all bets are off the table, right? 100%. Yeah. And, you know, I think a lot of it, I, I'm sleep is not my superpower. Let's put it that way. Supplements. Um, yeah, I use supplements. Yeah. Uh, I, use magnesium, which I love. I also used GABA, which calms my mind down. I love it. But what I found from the research that I did for my book was um, a secret, I guess, but I'll share the secret. It's uh, our circadian rhythms. Like what you do during the day really impacts how you sleep at night. So now when I wake up in the morning, uh, the first thing I do is I open my shades and take in the morning and I spend 10 minutes just taking in the sunrise and it's i i know it sounds crazy but it's completely transformed my sleep i love it uh, we talked about purpose earlier because live long live well to me you know should be a mantra for most people i want to tell you about finance um my wife was married before me not for a long time she still considers me her main husband but that being said a starter marriage right her starter marriage We've been together 37 years now, and she's run the checkbook and the finances in the house for about 32 of those years because we were both always worried that she'd outlive me and then she wouldn't know what's going on. And I was already running two businesses and I didn't want to do it in the house. So I'm a huge fan of letting the woman of the house run finance, understand finance, learn as much as you can. So kudos for bringing that up. I think it's really um, uh, important. There was a guy, when we lived in Minneapolis, there was a guy on the radio. People would call in with all the complaints about all the stuff that wasn't going right. Maddie he used to say, hey, make a move, do something. <laughs> so I love that you talk about get started because it's really critical that you just determine in your head that you're going to uh, get started. And that goes back to your action items. So people, Maddie Dykewald, she wrote Ageless Aging. It's the book that's coming out in May. Go to their website at www. Wait, we don't even have to say that anymore. Everybody knows that. Age. <laughs> Wait, now I lost track of where I was. Okay, it's agewave.com, but the yeah. book is not even up there yet. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm age... just like happy to talk about it with you because I'm excited about it. Good, yeah, well, keep your gonna... eyes and mind open to it because you'll hear about it hopefully more and more. And then hopefully everyone will 
want a copy of it. And, you know, maybe we can offer some kind of great incentive to your group. Perfect. We'll do it through the association and we will come back uh, when the book's ready and talk about it in detail after I've read the book. So Maddie Dykewald at agewave.com. Thank you so much for spending time with us. Our industry is 85% women. So I think it's really critical that we keep that conversation rolling about uh, the women in our in our lives and certainly in our industry. Thank you very much for being with us. Oh, today. thank you, Alan. It's been a pleasure. It's always great to see you. You as well. And friends, remember, please be kind to one another. <laughs>